Working on a farm is hard, and the long days of grueling physical labor can grind you down quickly if you don't stay focused. It's also one of the most fulfilling things that you can do. Planting a seed with your own two hands, or sowing thousands of them with a bit of machinery, may seem like a monotonous task at first, but when those seeds start to bloom, you get to actually see the results of your labor firsthand. This is only the beginning, of course, because eventually those vegetables will end up on your dinner table, or feeding the cows or the chickens who eventually will end up there too. Other people are so disconnected from the way that life, especially the food and beverage portion of life, swirls around them. While being a farmer is exhausting, it's also nice to be plugged into this incredible cycle, to connect to the things that bring you sustenance and keep you going. It's not like the pay is great, and my bones are much more sore these days than they should be, especially at my age, but that sacred connection makes it worth it. Until today. I'm standing in the middle of my cornfield, gazing out across what should be acres and acres of beautiful green stalks by now, yellow kernels just waiting to burst forth from the top. Unfortunately, this vision of agricultural beauty is just that, a vision. The reality is much more desolate and infinitely more frustrating. Instead of lush green crops, the field before me is tainted with hues of brown and sickly yellow. I'd like to think that it's the extreme heat doing my corn in, but that answer is just too simple to be the case. Nothing about this makes any sense, no matter how I look at it. Sometimes things just don't go your way. My eyes scanning across the dying rows of corn, I begin to calculate just how much money I'm going to lose this season. Even with a generous estimate of what I can salvage here, I'm completely fucked. This is bad enough that I might have to sell the whole damn farm. I take a deep breath and then let it out again, slowly trying to calm myself. I've been doing this on my own for over a decade now, and I've made it through plenty of rough patches. Granted, none of them were ever this rough, but that doesn't mean I can't persevere. I need to take a moment and consider my options. I need a drink. Turning abruptly, I head back across the field towards my nearby pickup truck, the thirst for beer already making my mouth water in this devastating heat. Buck, my friend Dan Mitchell calls out loudly as I enter the tavern, hoisting his drink into the air from a corner booth. I smile, thankful to catch a familiar face as I stroll over. Have a seat, man, Dan cries out, excited to have a little company in the middle of the afternoon. I don't think I've ever seen you here this early. I shake my head. I don't reckon I've ever been in here this early to be seen, I retort. The waitress walks over and gives me a nod. What are you drinking, Buck? Something strong, I reply. The waitress smirks. Whiskey it is. She leaves me and my friend, whose smile has only grown wider since I've arrived. Dan doesn't want to see me hurting, obviously, but I can tell that he's excited to not be the guy having the worst day for once. Instead of rambling on and on about how shitty his life is, Dan actually gets to be on the receiving end of this conversation. Suddenly, a look of recognition crosses my friend's face, then solemn seriousness as he realizes what's going on. Oh no, it happened to you too, didn't it? Dan asks. What happened? I counter, a little confused. The corn, Dan continues. It's all dying. My heart skips a beat as my friend says this. What does Dan know that he's not telling me? How'd you know that? I question, a fire flickering behind my eyes now. Happened to Tony. Happened to Bill. Nobody's quite sure what it is, but they sure as hell know how to fix it now, Dan laughs. My eyes narrow. You're saying their crops were dying? Dan nods. And now they're fine? I continue. Dan nods again. 